Welcome to the House School Podcast. My name is Shane Allen from Keller Williams and the Anthony Butera team. I'm here as always with my good friend of yours, Justin Kiesel from All County Home Inspections. Justin, how are you? Doing well. It's like kind of rainy, kind of snowy out today. So, you know, sleety, freezing. Yesterday was like freezing rain. So at least it's not that today. But Yeah, it was pretty sketchy driving for a couple of days here in the old Rochester. Um, just nice black ice mm-hmm. situations, yep. right? Yep. I had to go to Buffalo yesterday morning, so Fun. I literally drove through it for like an hour. That's good. Mm-hmm. Buffalo usually the weather's great there. <laughs> it's been <laughs> it's been a little touch and go with with the recent history. And if you're unfamiliar, it's been uh, I think they're up to twelve feet of snow for the year. Yep. So it's been uh, it's been a doozy. Yeah, rough times in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, but that this is a good lead-in. I mean, we talked about it last podcast. We talked about heating, heating systems of your home. This podcast, we're going to be talking about keeping that heat in, talking about a little insulation, mm-hmm. my friend. Like insulation, lots of layers to this topic, Justin. <laughs> oh. I still got it, man. How did I get it. fired from radio? I'll you know what I mean? It. So insulation, Justin, added uh, you know, very basic. It's material in your home that's designed to prevent the heat from getting out right absolutely uh and having a properly insulated home means reduced energy costs means lower co2 emissions means better temperature control reduced condensation less noise pollution and it could also raise your uh, property value as well sure speaking of value uh we're probably going to touch on this a couple times during the installation chat but you're going to hear our value Right? Mm-hmm. That's the industry term. That's a good thrown around for the thermal resistance of the insulation. Essentially, the higher the R value, the better the performance. And you can go and check out, like, the Department of Energy has di- different recommendations for, like, different regional climates. Yep. Right? So, insulation. Where does it need to be in your home? Basically, friggin' everywhere. Uh, attics, right? Yep. Heat rises. We know that. Remember, we took high school science Mm -hmm, right we learned mm -hmm. about that heat rises to the attic probably the most common place that uh, heat's going to escape you can have too much insulation though this is something we ran into at my house yeah right you were like let's slap let's fill this whole sucker up i don't even need storage just fill fill it to the brim baby let's (laughs) you know but no uh you put too much insulation in there there's not going to be room for air to get in which means that uh hot air humid air is not getting out Boom, you got humidity in there. <clears throat> this is what happened at my place. Like I said, humidity was just wild at our home. Excessive moisture. We knew if we didn't uh, take care of it, it was going to lead to mold issues. Yeah, you were like running a dehumidifier like in the hallway upstairs. We had, yeah, it was on like every level. We had a dehumidifier yeah. running. It was great. You know? so, so what you're alluding to is there is a balance between every time you talk about insulation, you also have to talk about ventilation as well. For sure. So um, you want to insulate your, we call it, we, we break it down into two different types, either conditioned or unconditioned space. So like conditioned space means it's insulated it's climate controlled um unconditioned basically means it's the same temperature as outside okay so you can have an unconditioned crawl space you can have an unconditioned uh attic space things of that nature and then whereas conditioned space is going to be what you would call a living room or anything that's within like the housing envelope we we say sometimes gotcha Mm mm-hmm Another spot for insulation, your walls, right? Your home's exteriors can be taking a beating from the weather. Good insulation means, like you're saying, that those uh, 
those spots are, are nice and warm and uh, heat's not getting out. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, floors, crawl spaces, basement, like he said. Air ducts, another great spot for insulation. Uh, making sure your air ducts uh, are not, obviously, not inside of the air ducts. Yeah. Well, right? no, not inside. Outside of them, because you want to keep those air ducts nice and tight, wrapped up. Yep. Adds to their efficiency, also makes them less noisy. Yep. That's more applicable to like uh, air ducts that run through like a upper crawl space, an attic space, something like that. Sure. If you have air ducts, like mostly in our area in upstate New York, uh, if you have a forced hot air furnace, your your uh, most of the the heating supply return ducts are going to be like in the basement and in your walls and things like that. Uh, they're not so much needing to be insulated, but a lot of the new ones that are just installed are these flexible kind of they look like plastic bags and they inherently are insulated too. So you're you're usually going to have some insulation with with those. Gotcha. Uh, this is just a quick hitter one that i saw i didn't know this but uh like insulating water heaters Mm -hmm. don't see this much when i'm out and about showing houses but apparently if you get a pre-cut jacket or blanket for your water heater you stand to lose 25 to 45 percent of like heat losses will go down by that much and then you could save up uh four to nine percent in water heating costs it's arguable i've seen i've seen people try and uh try and break that down and what i have seen like through those you know those we'll call it experiments Uh is that the actual blanket itself gets hot and that radiates out the heat gotcha because it's always hot you know the heat's just gonna be trying to make its way out so maybe okay you know maybe well i guess that's why nobody's doing it then yeah, it's not that common. Uh, and then wrapping hot water pipes, tubular mm-hmm. insulation. That does help. Prevents, you know, freezing, helps keep your water hot. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Especially with, like, unconditioned crawl spaces, that sort of thing. Uh, if they're prone to freezing, insulation, insulating your, your water pipes or uh, putting heat tape on. I see those a lot in, like, uh, modular homes or, or, you know, trailers, double wides, that sort of thing. I think I saw something like wrapping your hot water pipe the difference of two to four degrees Mm -hmm. which doesn't seem like a lot but it does add up yeah i mean if you think about it i mean that's if you can keep the heat in your pipe it's gonna it's gonna keep it's gonna make your water heat up quicker at the faucet Mm -hmm. and then it's going to um you're gonna be losing less heat so it's just making things more efficient and that's really the name of the game when it comes to insulation is adding efficiency to whatever you're trying to keep warm so let's talk about materials mm-hmm. with insulation. We'll just touch on some of the uh, the more popular ones, probably the most uh, ones you're most likely going to see. Fiberglass, most common, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Right? Yep. It's made from fine glass fibers, um, most often used in bats, rolls, and loose fill insulation. Yep. Fiberglass is a skin and lug, lung irritant. So if you are a person that's going to try to DIY this stuff, you need to make sure you're wearing the right protective gear when you're <clears throat> working with it. Or, you know, if this is something you're you're working around your, your house or you're moving stuff around your attic, this is something you should be... Um, Absolutely. You know, making sure you're taken care of while yeah. you're doing that. Uh, cellulose. Another one that's pretty popular, made from recycled paper products. Um, it's I'll- basically newspaper that's been chewed up into little tiny pieces. And then they treat it with a fire retardant because otherwise you have a giant 
bunch of kindling in your, in yeah. your space. So they add Borat, um, Borate? Probably mm-hmm. not Borat. <laughs> they don't add <laughs> copies of DVD of Borat. <laughs> no. But, yeah, like you're saying, fire retardant and also yeah. in- insect yep. resistant as well. Yeah. Foam is another big one. Foam insulation. Um could be a different uh, there's a i have a list in front of me of different poly things and i'm not going to try to butcher them i just said borate or borat it, the, really the only thing you need to know with foam is i mean unless we're talking about foam boards because because mm-hmm. that comes into a couple different types of materials but like if you're talking about spray foam it's you usually can break it down into either closed cell or open cell spray foam and closed cell uh is better in some respects as far as open cell goes because it is a uh it has a vapor barrier Mm -hmm. with it too uh and it it has a higher r value but there is times where closed cell foam is not applicable and you should be using open cell instead and closed cell more expensive it is more expensive some other materials as well mineral wool yeah that's a big one right now that that one uh i've seen that a lot as of lately don't know why but but it's um i I would say it's more popular now than it has been in the past couple of years is it more green i think they bill it as a green material yeah there's also natural fibers you know you could run into some cotton sheep's wool straw or hemp Mm -hmm. also denim i haven't seen denim I've seen balsam though. Okay, it's like sheets it's of bagels. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Great, great <laughs> bagels. <laughs> Smells like everything. Yeah. It's like it looks like uh, really fine sheets of cardboard. Okay, but it's um, it's it's called balsam wool, and it basically is ground up balsam trees. Interesting. Yeah. Types of insulation. So that was materials types. <clears throat> Biggest one, blanket, right? Yeah. Bat and roll insulation. Bats are uh, pre-cut sections of insulation. They are uh, DIY friendly for the most part. Installed in pieces are fairly affordable. Um, rolled, as you guessed it, they are rolls of insulation. Um, best for unfinished walls, floors, and ceilings. And wherever long, continuous insulation pieces are needed, um, available in pre-cut widths, just like um, the bats are as well. Um, consist of flexible fibers, most commonly uh, fiberglass. Bats and rolls available in widths suited to standard spacing of wall studs, mm-hmm. attic trusses, or rafters, and floor joists. Basically, you type in insulation, you see a stock photo of a guy putting in a something. It's probably yeah one of these. Absolutely. Then you got loose fill insulation, aka blown in insulation. Probably see this in an attic. Uh, good for wall cavities as well. Hard to reach, oddly shaped areas, um, or already insulated areas too. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Usually, can, this is the easiest way to add insulation to somewhere. Yeah. Uh, fiberglass, cellulose, mineral wool um, options. There, it's blown or, or sprayed into place with a pneumatic type of equipment. Um, usually professionals but there is smaller ones right that you could do yep you can buy kits at yep. home depot Lowe's. they're two parts they mix together and uh and then it gets sprayed in in place wherever mid-range in price when compared to the other insulation types mm-hmm. uh justin kind of touched on it before but foam board insulation foam board uh rigid rigid panels of insulation that have uh, pretty high r values yep see them in floors foundation yep basement walls interior and exterior sheathing 
and low sloped ceilings. And uh, spray foam insulation, liquid latex or polyurethane foam that expands and hardens to fill gaps. Um, it seems like it's usually for large insulation uh, jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's also the smaller um, ones you could DIY yourself. So that's quickly, it can be trimmed, painted, or stained. It's uh, ideal for sealing around doors, windows, and vents. And uh, great for colder climates. Oh, yeah. The spray foam. Did I miss any? I don't think so. Okay. So now that we know where and what insulation is in your home, <clears throat> I guess we should talk about signs of insulation issues since we have Justin, home, home inspector and extraordinaire here. Uh, and he can tell me where I'm wrong about what you should be looking for when you're going around the house as far as insulation away. stuff. Condensation, mm-hmm. big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, when there's too little or no insulation, it creates condensation problems in the wall, basically, right? You got cold outside, you got the heat inside, those fronts meeting, those temperature differences between them, creating condensation. Yep. So look yep. for that. That's a big one. That's yeah. like, if you see that, that's a, that's a hoo-hoo. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a new, new, new good. Right, you're looking... Obviously, you can see wet spots, but yeah, that's, you see paint, that's a major fluctuation in temperature. Yeah, paint, paint and stuff on the wall. Look for that. Mm-hmm. Um, air leakage. If you feel a draft, obviously not good. Yeah, uh, yeah. surprising, right? Yeah. You'd think that a nice cold gust through your home would feel refreshing, but uh, you're wrong. <laughs> um, usually talking about windows or doors with air leakages. Uh, you can try to tackle them on your own, draft guards or yep. uh, something like that, but. If it's a bigger issue, you probably need to call Justin. He can bring out his uh, thermographic scanner. Yeah, I do have a thermal imager, and I, I we do uh, we do some some assessments of of under insulated areas. That's the best way to see it. It just it comes in as bright blue in a, in an orange room, and it's like oh, this is where your draft is. Yeah, it's an infrared scanner, right? He's mm-hmm. gonna look at your home like he's the predator. And uh, he'll tell you where you're missing insulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, cold walls or floors, another way to know. You've got an insulation issue. If you're just walking around a house, you touch a wall, you feel on the floor, hey, this is a lot colder than other areas, probably just means you need some insulation. Yeah, lacking. Yep. Smells. Smells. Spe- smells. Yes. Insulation issues with smells. Mold growth, right? Um, Justin's a mole extraordinaire, but, uh, smelling for like a cigar like smell. So I, I've seen stories of spray foam that does not get properly mixed. Sure. And, um, there's been like insurance claims because the whole house has to be like, you gotta, you gotta tear out all that stuff. You gotta admit Like I've seen whole roofs that get taken off, Mm -hmm. like everything, the, the rafters, the trusses, like the whole, the whole top of the house gets removed because basically those two parts don't mix and they off gas for a long time. And then there was a story that came out of Canada. That was the big one that I remember. And, um, they said it smelled like, like rotten fish, but like, but like, like a chemical fishy something or other. And they couldn't stay in the house. It was, it was so bad. 
and it does happen occasionally but it's it's pretty rare the 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 spray foam industry now has a pretty pretty dialed in sure as far as uh applications go yeah always better to get a professional to do it that way they can be held liable right you would hope um allergies if you are at home right you got scratchy eyes you got a sore throat you're getting a rash could be your dog could be your cat could be your insulation uh signs your insulation is in rough shape um excessive formaldehyde concentration right yep uh, you can get a test kit to do at home mm-hmm. to check for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be something if you are seeing you know that type of ailment uh, to check for. You're gonna find that mostly in that uh, that that rigid foam board. Okay. Um, poly poly something formaldehyde. There's a it's like poly tri tri formaldehyde something like that. But it looks it's a dark yellow yeah. foam board. Usually has like a foil on one side. Um, and that's that's typically the the stuff that is going to contain formaldehyde. Gotcha. Uh, discol- discoloration or stains on the wall. This goes back to the moisture issues, right? Mm-hmm. We're seeing moisture in there. It's going to lead to stains, discoloration, mm-hmm. visible on the walls and ceilings. Higher than average energy bills. This is a tough one in this area because usually a higher than average energy bill just means that RG&E wants a bigger piece. Wow. I mean, or they're just not paying attention because, you know. Or they just tell you like, we oh, so we just went, we were estimating. It's we, like, well, you're really bad at it. Here's six estimates. Oh, and here's your bill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but if you are experiencing higher than average energy bills, basically what I tell people is, Talk to your neighbors if you're friendly with them. If you guys have similar shaped and sized homes, be like, hey, what's your bill like? Mm-hmm. Boom. Then you know, uh, you know, you got a pretty good baseline. If yours is way too high, it could be that your insulation's bad and you need an energy audit and you need to get that fixed up. Uh, frozen pipes, ice dams, another sign of uh, insulation issues. Yep, that's a big one. Um, you know, lack of insulation in your attic walls and crawl spaces could lead to your water lines rupturing bad time ice dams as well ice dams are basically just icicles if if no one's ever heard of the term before but but yeah it's that's that's a major heat loss causes uh, the snow to melt and then once that that uh melted water runs across the cold roof it gets to like a gutter or an overhang of some kind and it freezes on contact and then that builds builds up builds up and that forms a dam where water cannot go through sure and then it backs up underneath the shingles and it causes leaks. If you are walking through a home as a buyer and you see in the attic there is some some rat droppings, there's a nice smell of uh, urine up there, it could mean that you got a critter issue and the critters love to nest in fiberglass insulation. Squirrels. I see squirrels all the time. They love it. They love it. Fiberglass. Oh my god! Can't get enough of it. I I can tell you the smell of squirrels. I can. I think at this point I can distinguish squirrels from rats. Wow! It's a little. It's a little different. <laughs> that's impressive. That's something. It's a life skill. That <laughs> I didn't will need never it. Come up anywhere. I didn't need it, but I got it. You make a killing on Fear Factor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's wild. I, they should remake the Ice Age movies and get get rid of that squirrel loving the nut. It should just be fiberglass insulation. <laughs> just chasing that everywhere. <laughs> Uh, another one is noise. Uh, that could be another sign your insulation is bad. If you are outside your home and you can hear your TV 
probably a sign that either you're very deaf and you need to turn your television down and your neighbors hate your guts or, you know, you got bad insulation. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's not blocking out the noise. It's also not blocking out the, you know, the heat, keeping the heat in your home. Yeah. Did I miss any signs of insulation issues and stuff like that people should be looking out for? I would, I would say if you're going through a home, like if you're if you're a potential buyer looking looking at a house, if you and the, it's going to be kind of seasonal too in some cases. So like if if you're going through a house and it's just snowed or if there's frost, you can look at the exterior of the roof and if you see the lines in the roof, okay, that is it, that's those are going to be indications of of voids in the roof where heat is being lost gotcha. so sometimes they can walk up to a roof and you see like an outline so like the edges are frosted and the and like the the outline of like the main house is not frosted at all mm. that's because it's losing a bunch of heat through its roof okay. and the exterior edges are still frozen because there's no heat that's running through there gotcha so that's a good sign that the roof is not insulated properly. Mm-hmm. The other thing is sometimes you can go into like a like a vaulted ceiling or or uh, a room that has you know high ceilings of some kind, and you can look up and you see like we call it ghosting. It, it's like this uh, gray or black like um, hazy outlines of the rafters. That's caused by thermal bridging. So basically, um, the rafters that made up with the the ceiling the drywall and the ceiling Mm -hmm. are going to be colder than the spaces in between where there is some insulation and that is where air is is little tiny amount of air is moving through the drywall It's, it's going through that cold space and um the the fine particulate that's in the air the dust like if somebody has um like really sooty candles, it really like accentuates this sort of thing. Okay. Uh, you'll see where all those particles get like trapped in the drywall and in the ceiling. Hmm. And that's, that could be an indication that there's a lack of insulation or it's just an indication that you got to paint the ceiling, Sure. you know? So sometimes it could be bad. It could be fine. Uh, sometimes with those vaulted ceilings, you just can't add any more because there's no more room to do it. Sure. But that's usually it's, it's thermal bridging is what causes that, that faded, those faded lines in the ceiling. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like, like we've said during this, you can DIY some of this stuff probably best to hire a professional uh, especially when you're dealing with these type of materials but you know if it's a job you want to tackle there's i'm sure there's a youtube channel you can try to check out and stuff like that um but insulation is one of those things that definitely pays for itself right yeah the only thing i would say too though if if you're going to do it yourself you have to know what you have there because the other thing with insulation is this is one of the biggest areas that i see asbestos Sure. So old insulation, depending on what kind it is, may contain asbestos. Mm. And it depends on what is there. So if you see something uh, that is not outright fiberglass, the pink or yellow fiberglass, Mm -hmm. if you don't know what it is, you really should have it looked at and you really should have it tested and um, and then make a determination if what's in it. Because like I said... For years, they put they put um, asbestos in yeah. in insulation material because asbestos is 
kind of an amazing thing. It does not conduct electricity. It does not burn. It is very uh, thermal resistive. So it's like kind of a miracle thing. But it kills people. <laughs> so it, we can't. I mean, you know. That's everything, though. Anything that's good kills you. I just described Burger King. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else do you think we should touch on with the uh, insulation topic? I, I don't think so. I, definitely insulation is, is a thing if you're going to... If you're going to do a home improvement, you're going to feel the results. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times people just paint a house and then it looks nice. But if you are uncomfortable in your house, it's probably due to lack of insulation. Yeah. And the biggest return on insulation uh, as far as investments go is going to be insulating your rim joist. So that's where the house uh, meets the foundation. So it's the top of your basement wall, basically. So that insulating that is is going to be the biggest return gotcha. second would be insulating your attic space i mean if you have no insulation in your attic space you should insulate that first mm -hmm. but second to to that would be your rim joist well yeah thanks for listening to the home the house school podcast this is our talk on uh, insulation we talked about heating in the last podcast go check it out there and if you have any questions for us, I'm Shane Allen, uh, real estate agent Keller Williams, Justin Kiesel, All County Home Inspections. Happy to uh, to chat about this stuff. And if you have a topic you want us to discuss, please uh, send it on in. Let us know.